0: And once again, this is Jay Taft. We're here with the weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. And as we do every week, we're reaching out and getting some good guests that folks want to hear about right now. Um, and right now, it's it's baseball time. And so I've got some baseball guys here. And this is going to be a fun Fun little little talk. I'm really looking forward to it. I've got two gentlemen. Their names are synonymous with baseball in the Rockford region. I have with me Dan and Dennis Scarpetta. So, first of all, Dan, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Everybody's safe in that household?
1: Everybody's safe, and uh, we're just trying to do everything we can and do our part to keep it that way. You
0: bet. You bet. <laughs> yeah. You know. Dennis, also, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. This So we'll have to bounce around on our little Zoom meeting here, but I think we can handle it. Denny, thank you for joining us.
2: You're welcome. Thank you for having us.
0: This is going to be fun. I mean, everybody knows that baseball is, is hopping right now. I mean, it's been a long few months with this coronavirus pandemic, and everything was shut down for quite a while. Um, but we're seeing some sports start to creep back into, into our lives. And baseball is one of them. And we've seen youth baseball and some travel leagues and different teams and leagues kind of make their way back in. And Dan and Dennis run the Rockford Baseball Academy and have for quite some time and do quite a quite a good job out there um, with instruction and and clinics and and leagues and some serious action as well, um, so I want to get into a lot of that kind of stuff. But we're also seeing baseball in the big spotlight. Uh, Major League Baseball is going to be kicking off this week as well, so um, we're, we're going to hit a little bit on, a little bit of everything right now. Let me start, Dennis, if you can, Dennis. Give us a little your baseball resume real quick. Tell folks out there kind of how you've been through the ringer when it comes to
2: baseball. Well, I signed, actually, um, with a free agent contract in 1982 with the Phillies. Um, Played two years of minor league baseball as a pitcher. Um, Came back home, kind of started with my family. Started coaching uh, my daughters, actually, in some softball out at Roy Gale um, for a good three years. Um, and then my boys got old enough to start finally coaching them. Um, so I've been coaching probably a good close to 30 years.
0: Wow. Um, and, as you mentioned the the family it 's been a family affair, and not just with you and and Dan, but your children and um, there 's just been a slew of kids that have gone through the system baseball and softball wise. Um, Dan, you with us over there? Give us a, give yeah, us a I I got back
1: to it on Jay. Thanks okay. to my
0: wife. <laughs> no, good. Give us your resume a little bit, your baseball resume, and also break down some of the family tree of baseball scarpettas.
1: Well, she's I'm giving my age away, you know that. But uh, a- it goes back uh I was drafted in '82 by the Brewers. Um played uh All through the minors, all the way from uh, the rookie league, all the way up to AAA, went to the big league camp with the Dodgers in 89 um, before I hurt my arm, was traded in between there uh, in 84 to the Texas Rangers. A little side note, uh, Ned Yost Yost and myself uh, was traded from the Brewers to the Texas Rangers for Jim Sundberg. Um, back in uh 80, it
0: was 83 actually. Some nice um, Rockford baseball trivia there,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, was traded back the (laughs) let's see in 85 and um, ended up playing through their system. And uh, in 1989, signed as a free agent with the Dodgers. Um, got the opportunity to go to big league camp. Uh, was actually had a chance to make that club. before i hurt got hurt i hurt my arm in uh out of spring training and uh, kind of battled through injuries through that year and um that was the same year that my son was born uh, in 89 and um so it was a tough year you know being injured and and um not playing and uh, you know it's uh, people when you're injured you you, you don't understand that the the frustrations you have as a player, not being able to. So it was a tough year. And, um, after that year decided that, um, you know, I was going to be home. I wanted to be home. And, uh, looking back, uh, I'm not sure that was the greatest uh, decision I made, but, uh, cause I'm still young, relatively young at uh, 25 years old at the time.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. but it was uh, fast yeah. though, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. But, um, so, anyway, fast forward 25 years later, um, you know, my son, you know, he grows up and um, he gets drafted by the same organization, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, that's that Cody. I, Cody, correct? Cody. Cody was drafted 25 years later by the same organization. So, that's kind of interesting. And um, uh, he did, you know, he made it to the big leagues for, uh, for uh, they'd say, a cup of coffee and he might have had a sip, but... Uh, Nonetheless, he um, um, played, and um, so, you know, we've been involved in baseball, you know, through coaching and uh, teaching, mentoring, every part of baseball that there is. So, uh, you know, ever since, it's just been a part of our life, you know, uh, ever since we were kids.
0: Yes, and as I mentioned, I mean, your names are just uh, synonymous with baseball around here. Dennis, give us a quick take on how Rockford Baseball Academy got started and and what that's all about
2: so for years um, when I started with my boys and Dan started with his um, he actually started a little bit before me with Cody um, he started a team called Rockford Hitman um, started when they were I believe nine as well um, rode those kids or a lot of them up till they were 18. Um, and same with me. I started with uh, my own team, and it was called Boys of Summer. Um, I had uh, started with a group of boys that were nine years old. Um, By the time I were done, they were graduating and going to college.
1: Um,
2: We just couldn't say no um, when our kids were done playing, and and, uh, the love and the passion that we had, it kind of took over. Dan didn't want to give up the Rockford Hitman and I didn't want to give up the boys' a summer name. And so <laughs> we kind of compromised and started with Rockford Baseball Academy uh, probably about five years ago. Um, and so we've uh, started that program there. Um, we have kids, uh, depending upon the year, that will be from 13U um, all the way up to 18U. Um, as you mentioned earlier, we've had a lot of great kids come through our program. Um, I think we've had about seven kids that's played professional baseball, um, a number of kids who have played um, Division I baseball, and we're still hammering away. I, I'm actually coaching our 17-year-old team um, this summer um, and just finished up a tournament last weekend. Um, and So we're still going at it. Um, through the struggles and tough times this summer has been, um, a couple of, of uh, schedule changes through tournaments, um, but we made it through. We're getting baseball in. Um, families are happy. Kids are happy. And, and we're happy to be back uh, teaching and, and giving them the help that um, we love to do.
0: I would imagine you're, you've you never been through anything of like what you've been through the past few months. Um, it's just been such a challenge to get anything accomplished from a business standpoint, from a sports lover and a fan standpoint, and then from just people's mental health. I mean, some people like yourselves, are, are just driven, their lives are surrounded by these certain sports, in this case, baseball. Um, Dan, give us a take on how you guys as a, as a family and as a, as a company um, and as a league handled this these past few mo- months and the pandemic and now how you're kind of getting yourselves going again.
1: Well, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Jay. I, you know, when this all came down, we were we were in the middle of uh, let's see, February, March. So our high school kids had just um, started their high school. You know, we, okay. but you know, we 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 do our workouts and our training, and we just lost the high school kid just a few weeks prior to, and then um, you know, we we had to make a decision about you know, shutting it all down because it was just getting to the point where, you know, it was, everybody was shutting down and, uh, you know, the last thing we needed was uh, a, a, a kid or a player to, to, you know, get infected and, uh, you know, run through our program or something. And then, or, or heaven forbid somebody, yo, if you guys would have shut down, you know, then you, you know, then we didn't want to take the, the, blame for that either so we had to make a decision early on about you know shutting our program down it was a tough decision and um you know but we just felt that that's what we needed to do um and it wasn't until it wasn't until what june i believe um or may late may well we really wasn't sure um if there was going to be in baseball in in illinois Um, There were there were tournaments going on in um, all around us up in Wisconsin, Indiana, Ohio, uh, Iowa, you know, but, um, you know, we're we're of the belief that, you know, typically in a typical year, you know, we don't have to travel, you know, five, six, seven, eight hours away to get good baseball. You know, you can get very good baseball within an hour and a half to two hours, any any distance, any direction you want to go. So, you know, going all the way, you know, expanding, um, we weren't thrilled about it. But if we wanted to play, and we sent out a thing early for the kids and the parents, you know, just to say, hey, who who wants to play, you know, because under those circumstances, you know, it's – you know, I mean, you may not want to. Kids may not want to play.
0: You know, and, uh, and certain kids have underlying health concerns. Absolutely,
1: Lord. absolutely. And I do myself. And so, um, so what happened was we sent it out, and I'll I'll bet you, Jay, we didn't have more than, we have uh, close to 80, 80 kids in our program. Um, we didn't probably we probably had maybe uh, four kids that didn't, that didn't want it out. Yeah. Um, so by far the majority, and they, and when I say they wanted to play, they wanted to play, you know, and as a, as a parent, you know, you, you want, you want to see your kids play. And so that was, um, you know, so that told us, okay, well then let's follow through because we were a, we had to shut it down. We were prepared to just say, you know what, let's just shut it down. And so, but a lot of kids and the parents, they all jumped in and said, you know, and we told them, you know, this is what we need to do, give them the outline and, uh, you know, about social distancing and, uh, you know, each tournament has their own guidelines. Um, so we have to follow those as well, but we also have our own and, you know, I mean, everybody's got to do their part and uh, do the best they can. Um, but so we, you know, we we started with our tournaments and they were, and Denny does all the scheduling and um, I, my hat's totally off to him because yeah, it's, been
0: fun. It's, like, it's
1: been a complete nightmare. In fact, uh, we had up until last week, Jay, we still had tournaments canceling, um, you know, um, up in Wisconsin because all of a sudden, you know, they get a num- number spike a little bit and, um, so it's it's been a complete struggle with that, you know. But you know, you 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 just it's been a struggle for everybody: coaches, kids, tournament directors, um, parents, everybody. It's it's just been a year that um, you know, no, it's unprecedented. Nobody's ever gone through it before. Um, you know, it's frustrating, but it's frustrating for everybody. Nobody's really ahead of anybody because you couldn't really start you know high schools were done so everybody really started on a on a, a level playing field um you know so when we got to go ahead that uh, we could get back in our facility and uh you know and uh, to get started you know obviously our kids were very excited and um you know so yeah we're we're happy to be doing it and back at it it's not quite the same, you know, there's, there are still challenges, you know, but um, you know, we're, everybody's making the best of
0: it. It really is. And you mentioned that uh, all the tournaments are different and we're even talking about tournaments in different States. Um, Dennis, give us an idea. uh, How many tournaments did, were you guys able to get in and in what different States were the tournaments and give us an idea of what, some of the guidelines and the restrictions were for those?
2: So for for anything, our 14U and under, um, we usually try to schedule 10 tournaments a summer. Mm -hmm. Um, This year, one of our, I don't want to say a problem, but our challenges is um, whether or not high school football is going to go on around here. Um, if high school football happens, we lose 70% of our kids, um, which means as of mid-August, we're pretty much done with baseball because we just don't have enough kids for teams um, at any level. Um, but we were able to, um, we went into Wisconsin, we have went into Indiana, um, our 14-year-olds have went over to Iowa. Um, And then as soon as, uh, what was it, June 27th or so, we were able to start playing in Illinois. Um, We started that Saturday after uh, uh, the Friday was we went to stage four. Um, So we've had, we're able to get our tournaments in. Right now we shoot for six tournaments with our high schools. Um, And we're going to get six tournaments with them. Um, We're playing every weekend, but um, if we wanted to play, that's what we had to do. Um, Some of the guidelines that they have done up in Wisconsin, and it depends a little bit on the fields that they're allowed to get on because a lot of the colleges and the high school fields, um, they're not letting them on. Um, the public schools and and the public grounds to play. Um, If it's a a park district type field, um, which is one of them that we play on in up in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, they have their own guidelines. Um, They had it all roped off and marked off. Um, Nobody was able to get behind home play, uh, behind the backstop, Uh, the bleachers on both sides. Um, was roped off and was used as part of the dugout. Um, yeah. and only two kids were allowed in the dugout at a time. Um, the kids' bags had to be outside the dugout. Um, they were able to use the bleachers um, and things like that. And then you go to somewhere else, and, and it's not as strict um, in that. Um, I think it depends on where you went. Um, in Indiana, we just played over there. Um, and really, there was the only different change we had over there had to do with umpires, um, where umpires now have the option to either get behind the, the catcher like normal. Um, and if they did, they'd still be they'd be an extra three, four feet behind them,
1: mm-hmm. or they
2: had the option to call balls and strikes from behind the pitcher. Um, which is what most of them did over in Indiana. Um, the fans-wise and, and dugout-wise, there really wasn't restrictions. Um, we tell our players, um, bring hand sanitizer. Um, we wipe down things. We try to to make sure when we leave that it's sanitized for the next teams coming in. Um, and that, so overall, there there's not, huge changes other than wisconsin was by far the the biggest change for us um playing wise
0: and it is different at each tournament and at each i mean in each region in each state and we know how that is that's kind of how it is all across the country um Dan, we've got the Rockford Rivets have been playing, and, and that's a wood bat league, a smaller level um, with fans. Um, now we've got the Major League baseball's about to start on Thursday, and they're not playing. They've got a few cardboard fans, I think, in the first couple of rows, but with no fans. Um how, Dan, what is the near future of baseball going to look like? Give us a little take on. Do you think this is this is the path that MLB is taking us down? The path that we're looking at for a while here, and what, what's your take?
1: I I think as long as this virus is still active and it it, it seems to be spiking up a little bit more. I think that this is this is our new somewhat, if you want to call it normal. I mean, I I don't like to call it normal in any capacity because it's just so abnormal that it doesn't I mean,
0: feel normal, doesn't. No,
1: no. The quality of life right now is not. Um, but as far as baseball goes, Jay, I just you know I'm not sure at some point that you know i mean you got stadiums that seat you know 40 45,000 people you know if they can't let um an x amount of people in um as long as they can social distance, no no different than if you go to a grocery store if you go anywhere a restaurant you can let 25% in um so i, I think at some point that that'll happen um i i hope it does i hope it does because you know, if you're going to let, let them play, um, you know, you can social distance. You can social distance. We're, I mean, we do that. We do that every day life.
0: Right. Yeah, you guys right. are putting it over there as well.
1: Exactly. It can be done. Um, but I think as long as the virus is um, here with us, uh, we've got to find ways of, of dealing with it and, and living with it. Um, because as of right now, there is no treatment, there is no cure. Yeah, but life has to go on. You know, um, we just can't stop living. Um, so we got to find ways of living with it and doing the things that we um, have control over in our own powers to to help um, you know reduce those risks. And um, you know, so I it it there's challenges, but. Challenges, you know, they can they can be overcome, if people are willing to do that. And uh, I, I think, unfortunately, I think we live in the United States, Jay, where we have a lot of uh, entitlement people, and they don't want to be told, you know, what yeah. they can do, what they can't do. But um, at the same time, you know, we got to protect people. We got to protect each other. And um, so I, I think um, for the time being, I mean, I. I I wish I knew that the answer to that, Jay, I, you know, if we knew uh, if there was going to be a, a vaccine, a cure or, or treatment or something, um, you know, it'd be a whole lot easier to, to give that answer. But with the way things are right now, I don't think anybody knows, you know, I think, I guess the unknown is the, the scariest thing because nobody really knows what direction it's going to go.
0: Unchartered waters. Definitely. Um, this, that's like a weekly term here on our podcast yeah. these days. Um, Dan and Dennis Scarpetta, you guys have been awesome. I, I want to close by asking each of you, um, it, obviously baseball guy, mm-hmm. you've, you've seen so many y- young kids kind of grow through the sport. And as we touched on earlier, um, these times making it getting it getting through these kind of times that we've been in it's it's a mental struggle as well um start with you dennis what what message do you give to young baseball players out there right now going through this and hoping to maybe come out the other side here soon but this is still where we are
2: I usually tell our kids, and most of it has to do with our older kids, um, and I usually tell them there will come a day when you will not have a decision or a choice to play baseball anymore. Um, The world will decide that for you. Take advantage of what you have right now. Um, Don't stop playing. Um, Keep playing as long as you can, because it will come to an end. And as you heard Dan say earlier about, did he make a mistake about leaving um, with the Dodgers and that? Um, These kids are a whole lot younger um, and things. And so for me, that's a huge thing that I keep telling them is, we don't know what tomorrow will bring. So take advantage of today um, and just keep playing. If you love it, keep playing.
0: Yeah, Good stuff. That's Dennis Scarpetta. Thank you, sir. Dan, give us your take. Give us your message uh, to, to the young ones out there or anybody dealing with, struggling with um, what we're going through right now with a baseball mindset and with a getting through life mindset.
1: Well, I think um, when it comes to baseball, it's no different than anything, Jay. You have to prepare. No matter what, you have to still work. You have to go out. You, you know, when we were kids, man, we didn't have travel baseball. You know, we depended on. I depended on my brother, and he, my, me, and you know, and um, you know, you gotta find time, you know, to to go to the batting cage to take that extra ground ball. You know. Um, but you have to prepare yourself, um, for the time that it, it will, this will pass. I mean, right now it's, it's dark for us, you know, but it will pass and, um, you know, you've got to be ready when, when that time does happen. Just like the kids this year, we couldn't practice but we had to t- – we had we stayed on our kids. Stay ready. Make sure you're throwing because when the bell rings, we don't have, like the big leaguers have right now, a month to get ready. We have a week, you know. That's what you have. So for our pitchers, and we were very, very, you know, up front, listen, if you're not throwing now, you will not throw during the season because we can't take a chance on kids getting hurt. All of a sudden, they think it's time. Well, I can just turn it on. It don't quite work like that. So preparation for our kids is a big thing. No matter if if you're having a coach or not, um, you got to have a brother, a dad, somebody that you can throw with, that you can hit with, that you can take ground balls with. So when when it, as far as baseball goes, the preparation's the same. That's the biggest thing. No matter what, if you send your kid to me for. A half-hour lesson, or you you go to practice for a, a two hours once a week. Don't expect your kid to be a great player. It, it's outside of that where kids become real players. You know, um, you know. So, you know, you gotta you gotta put your time in, put the work in. Um, you know, there's no guarantees. The only guarantees is if you don't do it, it will not happen for you. And that's. <laughs> I tell people, I've told people, moms and dads and kids, listen, I'm not sure, but I'm telling you, I do know if you don't put the work in, it won't happen for you. And uh, we've both, Denny and I both been blessed with uh, having some great, great, great players. Um, I've had my son who, who got to the big leagues. I coached Jake Smolinski. Uh, they played on the same team. Um, and I had that, our, our, teams, we've had just tremendous players, Jake, uh, Jay, to go through our, our, uh, that, that have been associated with us and through our program. Um, uh, we do it for the love of the game. We love, uh, the kids. We love seeing kids, uh, um, get better and, uh, you know move on in life and all of a sudden they're in college and they're playing mm-hmm. and uh I mean that's the biggest thrill you get is when kids come back or they send a send you a text or something from their college and how they did and it, you know they're 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 succeeding and I th- that's why we do it that's why we do it and we'll continue doing it and uh you know through the little struggles that we have right now right now it's just the, we, we got a little bump in the road mm-hmm. but,
0: uh, you know,
1: it'll, it'll pass.
0: It'll pass. Just got to stay tough, stay focused. Yep. It's quite a bump, but you're right. People are learning to adapt as you guys at the Rockford Baseball Academy are showing us as major league baseball is going to be showing us here in a couple of nights. We're moving forward. It's, it's just good to see. And we just hope that we can continue to take steps forward and not have to take two forward one or two back i mean um let's see where we can get to and i think baseball maybe is showing us a little bit of a a path to take um dennis scarpetta thank you so much sir i i really appreciate your time
2: you're very welcome jay thanks for having us
0: and dan you too as well stay safe your whole family just thanks for being with us
1: yeah jay you stay safe as well and uh You know, God bless everybody and uh, everybody do their part. We'll get through this.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. This is what the podcast is all about. I appreciate you guys being with us. Um, Once again, this was Jay Taft with your weekly sports podcast, Not Just a Game. Thanks, guys.